0: Be seated, friends. And as we prepare to reflect on this word from Genesis this morning, let us once again go before our God in prayer. And now, O Lord, may the words of our mouths and the meditations of all of our hearts be found acceptable in your sight, for you are our rock, our strength, and our redeemer. If through the words of this human being we do not hear your voice, O God, we pray that you would come and speak to each of us here in the quietness of our hearts. Amen. Today's passage from Genesis is so is so rich and so full of so many things that we could talk about, and I wish that we had all the time in the day to do so, for there is so much that we could draw from it. But what I want to focus on today are two really significant things. That is the power of naming and the power of blessing. Years ago, um, when I first started in ministry, I decided um, at the recommendation of my dad to really focus on learning people's names and the importance of calling people by name. Somewhere along the way, many of you have gotten the idea that I remember every name that I hear. And I don't, unfortunately, but I sure do try most of the time. And uh, I really have made an effort. And the reason for that is twofold. It's not only because when you hear your name, you feel special and you feel seen but every time you speak a name you're speaking the meaning of that name over the person as well that's why when we baptize children into the church when we baptize infants in the church we tell the meaning of their name because you're not only asking for God's blessing or recognizing God's grace and blessing that's already in their life we're saying every time we say this child's name every time we say this individuals name we're speaking the meaning over them and many times I'll even call some of our kids by both their first and their middle name when I can remember both of them because of the because of the power of naming that is there. And that is one thing that really stands out in this passage today because what is ha- and there's a, a discussion even as Jacob and the Lord are wrestling with each other, even, when there, is te- even when, the, when there is this tension between them, when Jacob is being knocked literally out of joint, the thing they're talking about is, tell me your name, tell me your name. Jacob is asking the Lord, what is your name? And did you notice the Lord doesn't tell him? The Lord doesn't say what his name is until Moses is at the burning bush. That's where we hear God say, I am who I am, but Jacob is wondering who is this powerful God with whom I'm wrestling? But then God looks at him and says, What is your name? Now, come on, God knows our names, right? Did he really need to ask Jacob, what is your name? He created him, he formed him, he, he he's the one who spoke to his grandfather Abraham and to his father Isaac. Of course he knew what his name was. But Jacob responded with his name, and the name Jacob literally means heel grabber. The grabber of the heel. It's a name that's also been translated to mean being cunning or deceitful. And that, And we know that if you know the story of Jacob back, going back into chapters 30 and 31, you know that he was a trickster. He was known as a trickster, and he got his brother's birthright from him, and that's a whole other story. But what has happened when we get to this point in the story? Yes, Jacob, like all of us, has made his mistakes. Jacob has lived into the meaning of his name, being a trickster. Being one, who, uh, being one who was crafty and, b- being crafty and sly. But here, Jacob has been through many years where he has been out of joint. Yes, in today's passage, in this, re- in this time of wrestling with God, Jacob's, we hear that Jacob's hip is put out of joint, but that's just representing what Jacob has already been through. He's been through all of these years, all of these experiences, all of this time of waiting, where everything seems out of sorts for him, and now he's going back to the land that he was born in. He's returning to where he once lived many, many years later, and he's coming back. And God encounters him here in the night, and we hear him. And we hear God ask him what his name is. And then God looks at him. This is in verse um, in verse 28. He says, "You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel, for you have striven with God and with humans." And you have prevailed. Jacob goes through a time of changing where his name is changed. And, friends, every time we go through, every time we allow God to transform us, we are being changed as well. We are being changed. God is continually changing us and blessing us in those changes. The next thing we hear Jacob saying is, I'm not going to let you go until you bless me. I know you are the all-powerful God. I don't know your name. I still don't fully understand you. Do you hear what's happening there, friends? Jacob is demonstrating for us in this moment the fact that he is out of sorts, that he is out of joint, that he's in confusion, that he's not sure exactly of what's happening, but he knows that he wants this God to know who he is, and he wants to know who this God is. Jacob is having a moment here where God is transforming him. He's been through all of these tough experiences, he's been through the struggles, he's been knocked out of joint, and all of that was leading to this moment where God said, I am giving you a new name, I am giving you a new identity, and I will go with you as you return to where you came from. When I was a sophomore in college, one of my best friends and I were talking one day about a class that she was in, and she was telling me about Um, the group that she was in and the other students who were in the group and she called the name of this one young woman in the group and I'm gonna make up a name she said their name was Sue and she was talking about Sue and describing Sue and them working together and when we got together again another time I said how's your group project going and she told me about Sue again and as she was talking I thought goodness Sue sure does seem a lot like she sounds a lot like this girl that I worked on a project with the year before And as she was talking, I thought, well, this sounds like this girl named Sue, she's talking about, sounds a lot like the girl I worked with named Mary last year. And so I was sitting here thinking, how can these two people be so similar? Well, it turned out that Mary, as I knew her, had decided over the summer months that she wanted to start going by her middle name, which was Sue. So we were talking about the same person the whole time, but this individual had decided that she wanted to be named differently that she and that happens a lot some of you may have done that at some point where you went by your first name and then decided to go by your middle name or you went by your middle name decided to go by your first name but we talked about this and I ended up seeing Mary Sue at one point and I said and I told her the whole story of what had transpired and she said she said I was just in she said I've been in a place where I just wanted to be somebody new she said I just wanted to try something different. I wanted to be something different. And she did that with uh, going by a different name because she was trying to claim something new. That wrestling that she was going through is the same wrestling that Jacob goes through. And friends, it's wrestling that we all go through as we grow in our walk with Jesus. We only grow, we only mature as we go through these changes, and we ask God to transform us in the process. Jacob did not ask for a new name like Mary Sue decided to take on, but the same thing is there, that we're changing, and when God wants us to constantly be changing, to constantly be thinking, to constantly be growing in him and in the work of the Holy Spirit in us, and because of that, God is saying, I am blessing you as you grow and yes sometimes growth is painful sometimes it is hard sometimes it is something that we that we feel out of joint in but that is where god changes us and he blesses us along the way as we prepare to come to the lord's table today i want to encourage you that if you are feeling out of joint today if you're feeling like you're in the middle that you're in the midst of being changed by god or needing to be changed by god that God is at this table today speaking a blessing over your name. You don't have to go start going by a different name after today. You don't have to go through and ask God, are you giving me a new actual name? No. Embrace the blessing of the name that God has given you. Live into the person that God created you to be. And the way we become the person that God created us to be is indeed to grow in him, to let him knock us out of joint sometimes, to let him get our attention so that we can hear his voice and be transformed. Do you see what ends up happening here at the end? When uh, Jacob says in verse 30, I have seen God face to face, and yet my life is preserved. The sun rose, and he went on his way. Jacob, whose name at this point has been changed to Israel, encountered God face to face. Friends, that should be our one purpose as individuals and as a church, to encounter God face to face, and in that face to face encounter, His light and His love live through us to one another. So let us not be afraid when hard times come. Let us not resist the struggles. Let us not push back and say that we just wanna take it easy. No, when God brings us into this place of change, embrace the change, embrace the transformation that he is bringing to us. And remember this, in Psalm 46, as we prepare to come to the Lord's table, Psalm 46 is one of those psalms that has one famous verse in it. And that verse is, be still and know that I am God. Be still and know that I am God. But do you know that there is, um, that the psalmist in there addresses God in a very specific way. The psalmist calls God in Psalm 46, the Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Why would the psalmist say the God of Jacob and not the God of Israel? Because the God of Jacob was the one who wrestled with Jacob. God met Jacob in who he was and transformed him into who he would become. Be still and know that the God of Jacob is with you. Who you have been and who you will become The Lord of hosts is with you, and the God of Jacob, who you have been, is also the God of Israel, of who you will become. The question for you, friends, for all of us today, will we allow ourselves to be transformed? Will we allow our minds to be renewed, to to be like the mind of Christ? Will we allow our spirits to be changed so that we can exude the light of Jesus Christ? Let us not sink back in fear away from the struggles. Let's move forward. Let's press on. For that high and mighty calling in Christ Jesus our Lord, who lives and reigns with the Father and with the Holy Spirit, the Blessed Three in One, now and forever, Amen. As we prepare to come to the Lord's table today, I invite you to turn your attention to the Lord's table, and we will be uh, having a we have a shorter version of the liturgy today um, that will be followed by the Lord's prayer.